From the 420 SF studio, this is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the unpolished podcast company from the great Pacific Northwest, Lakewood, Washington, folks, all day long. <sighs> wow. How you doing? How are you doing? And I'm talking about, are you burning up? <laughs> you know, it's really not that hot. Um... When you compare it to other places, of course. Um, But, you know, we are warm. We're on the upper side of... We're on the... (laughs) We're on the upper side of very warm. uh, And just a little bit hot. Uh, Case in point, we're we're at... um, We were at 89. I think we flirted with 90, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think tomorrow is supposed to be. Well, they've come off of it. Um, they were forecasting ninety-two. They've come off of it back to eighty-nine. So you know, a couple of degrees either way. Um, it it doesn't matter. It's just for up here, for up in the uh, the upper echelon of the uh, country. It's pretty warm, you know, for for this area, so. But those poor souls in uh, Southern California, uh, you know, uh, Texas, <laughs> Arizona, man, my uh, my buddy uh, Clay and, and Cheryl, um, they, uh, they live down there in the Phoenix area, and good Lord, man. More power to them. I, I don't know how they do it. I really don't. You know, you can say all uh, you can say AC all you want, but even the AC is like, dude, really? I mean, the, even the AC is wanting to walk out. You know what I mean? But I digress. Um, well, well, <laughs> I don't remember where I was uh, in my. Uh, display of thought um okay so i did tell you it's sunday uh it's episode 79 <laughs> um juneteenth came and went but not without uh becoming a national federal holiday so good for them yeah good for them uh and when when i mean them the I'm talking about the black community uh, more power to them. Um, yeah, I, I just think that was a long time coming. Some people wouldn't agree with me on any of that, but you know, I I, I think they're they're do that. You know, that's uh, that's a major uh, major part of history. You know, so so yeah, good for them. Um, moving on. Um, we covered Father's Day, uh, or did we? I, I don't know. If we didn't, okay, so today is Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all of you uh, out there that, and I'm not talking, okay, let me get this straight. I'll put this straight. Um, when I say Happy Father's Day, I'm talking about the guys that stuck around, the guys that um, that 
paid attention to their children and loved them, uh, gave them security. Uh, and even the ones that maybe it didn't work out with mom, you know, but they still stepped up to the plate. They paid their child support um, and they, they did the weekend and the Wednesday visitation, whatever it is, as long as they showed up in that kid's life, then that's a father. Anybody, you know, well, we won't go with the other type because those, those are just, you can't really call him a dad or a father. They're, they're a, sper- a sperm donor and that's about it. Um, anyway, happy Father's Day. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what else is going on? Um, yeah, that, that's, that's about it. Truth, truth be told. Uh, let's see here. All right, so, uh, <laughs> I... I have to ask you this, um, and I don't mean this personally, but what is going on, folks? I mean, really, what is going on literally and figuratively, okay? Uh, we have lost our ever-loving minds. I really, I really think that I really think people are just coming apart at the seams. Our society is just fraying, you know. Uh, Case in point, okay. I've got several. Uh, First one here. Uh, A man walked into a grocery outlet. uh, Shot and killed the cashier who asked him to adjust his face mask and then got into a shootout with a a sheriff's deputy. Okay? Uh, Homicide investigation has been opened uh, into the man who accused of shooting the cashier. Uh, This happened in Georgia. Yeehaw! Yeah. um, The Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the GBI, uh, identified the shooter as Victor uh, Victor Lee Tucker Jr., boy. Yeehaw! A 30-year-old from Palmetto, Georgia, who allegedly, that's right, allegedly shot an off-duty sheriff's deputy twice in shootout that followed and grades the second cashier. Uh, says here, Tucker walked away. Let's see, what? I'm sorry. Tucker walked directly back to the cashier, pulled, that, uh, pulled out a handgun, and just shot her. Just point blank, okay? Uh, that's, yeah. That's fucking sad. Police say the victim, 41-year-old Laquita Willis, was pronounced dead at Grady Memorial Hospital, where Tucker also is said to be recovering. Yeah, Tucker needs to be, uh, I think he needs to, uh, 
well, it's not going to be nice, what I'm going to say. So I, I, you know, I won't say it. But you all know what, you know, what I'm thinking, so. Uh, case in point number two. All right, so this next one uh, involves two men kicked off the plane. <laughs> kicked off the plane for fighting over elbow placement on the armrest. Oh, Jesus. Just a couple of fucking douchebags. Pardon my language, folks, but uh, it's hard to hold the tongue when you get these stories and and just a couple of douches. Uh, let me let me go ahead and just share it with you. Uh, United flight bound for Vegas. Okay, there you go. First strike there. Cause you know they were probably already drinking. Uh, so they're bound for Vegas and had to be rerouted after the two male passengers became embroiled in a physical altercation over elbow placement on the armrest. The incident occurred uh, last uh, Friday, less than 15 minutes after takeoff from San Francisco. Um, and then, of course, the uh, aircraft... Oh, okay. So it returned to San Francisco uh, where they're escorted off the plane. Uh, they were both detained by police, but none of them were seriously injured. You know, but again, just a couple of... Uh, it doesn't say if they were drunk or not, but I'm going to I'm gonna put it out there like, okay, well, if they, if they weren't then they're extra douchey because they were complete if they were completely sober then then they're just that just makes them douchier because they weren't drunk they don't have that to fall back on okay okay (laughs) sorry about that uh case in point number three and then we're gonna go to a quick break uh case in point number three okay so sorry, I had to get a drink. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to quit drinking on on the uh, uh, on the mic because I've yeah. Um, okay, so case in point number three, a Kentucky <laughs> another Kentucky uh, thing, a Kentucky t-ball game uh, turned into a violent brawl between parents. Uh, kids left in tears. Uh, the Kentucky uh, T-ball game champ oh championship game erupted into a brawl Monday when parents began fighting after a spectator ran onto the field, leaving the young players in tears amid the chaos. Oh, dude, I, how douchey can you be? I mean, for oh, it's frustrating, folks. It really is. To no end, man. Oh, let's see here. Let's get this rolling here. Good evening. Police in Powell County are investigating a fight that broke out at a Little League championship game last night. Witnesses say what started as an argument over a call quickly got out of hand. Grace Feinerman spoke with a parent and a coach who saw it all go down. The story first on Fox. 
a Little League T-Ball championship game gone wrong. This video shows the coaches of the two teams getting into an argument about a call. It gets worse when a spectator comes out onto the field. Give me a couple units after the uh, city park. Um, they're getting pretty wild in the T-Ball field, believe it or not. Really? Um, yeah. They've uh, had a fist fight in the middle of the field. We've got them fifth right now. But um, yeah, they might be in the parking lot again, so... People at the game say the spectator took his shirt off, cursing and punching at those around him. <laughs> then they say others flocked to the field, starting what was described as a brawl. Parents who are sitting right behind home base here, right behind that fence, say after the COVID-19 pandemic, kids were excited to get back on the fields, and the whole game ended up being devastating. I couldn't believe that a bunch of adults acted like that, and... I know my little girl, she was so excited. She had been, she worked so hard all season to get better and getting the game balls and all that. And she was so excited and it just got ripped away from them. I know when I got to my daughter and my cousin, she was crying and they were all scared to death. It was awful. Steve Randall is the coach of the Reds, one of the teams competing. He says the incident was, quote, not a good overall representation of what we stand for. We're there to set a good example for the kids, but as humans, we all fall short sometimes. Yeah. Now, Randall is calling for a time for both teams to meet at the field, to name them co-champions, and to hand out the trophies well-deserved. Stanton police are asking witnesses to come forward with information or more video of that. Just so douchey. I mean, come on. Anyway, uh, with that, um, we're, we're going to take a, a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, welcome back to the podcast. I uh, appreciate you hanging out with me. Um, we're going to continue on this little thing called, well, I don't really have a name for it, but um, I guess you could call it people losing their shit over the stupidest damn stuff and then killing people and going to prison for the rest of their life. Right? Okay. Case in point, <laughs> a man in Washington, no it wasn't me, had been arrested after he allegedly shot his neighbor dead for, <laughs> for uh, loudly revving a car's engine outside his home. Yeah, that'll get your shit killed in, in Washington, but... Yeah, anyway, enough of that. Um, yeah, so uh, basically, the, the man um, was not having it. <laughs> he, uh, he just uh, didn't want to hear it, and... Uh, went over and discussed it with the young man, or whoever. Uh, let's see here. Um, Presley Daniel Milik, Milik, whatever, 50 years old, appeared in court on Wednesday facing charges of first-degree murder for the death of his neighbor, identified as uh, 39-year-old Timothy Thomas. Man, just a waste. Just over something stupid, man. What the fuck? 
I'm sorry about the language. I, I'm just, it's, hey, if it's okay with Tony Robbins, you know, then, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, the incident is to, uh, is alleged to have uh, occurred on Tuesday outside of Malik's house in the city of Battleground, Washington. After his wife, Jocelyn, called the police around 2.30 p.m., to report the neighbor driving up and down the street, revving his engine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, she told police that Malik left the residence to go confront the man, but heard several shots being fired after her husband shouted at Thomas uh, while he was still on the phone. So, basically... Yeah. Basically, he's going down for murder. Hey. Mm. I got ice. Um. So, yeah. Um, officers, uh, officers went to that man's house and found Thomas unresponsive on the ground. Multiple shots. Wow. Anyway, um, uh, a Clark County judge set Milik's uh, bail at one million dollars. So I guess he won't be getting. (laughs) He won't be getting out anytime soon. Ugh. What a waste. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's see. Well, name. Let's see. There's a, another one here. Well, th- this one's creepy. Th- this really doesn't have to do with uh, killing anyone, but a man who relentlessly stalked his ex-girlfriend by bugging her bedroom. Uh, in order to spy and track her movements, had been jailed after. The, <clears throat> excuse me. After the woman endured a, a, a year-long campaign of harassment, what is wrong with people, man? Gabriel Trepkos, 34 years old, installed a covert surveillance device to eavesdrop on his former girlfriend. Uh, Trepkos created a contact on his mobile home, a mobile, mobile home, (laughs) Freudian slip, a mobile phone called Shrug the Plug, which he activated to listen in uh, and so monitor and track her movements. That's creepy AF, you know? Wow. Oh. Hang on a second. Anyway, yeah, it really, I, I'm reading ahead, and it's really not worth the uh, the time or the effort about that story there. Um, let's go back to this other one here. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, well, let's see, one more. Let's, I thought there was one more, maybe not. Oh, here, here we go. Two, there are two Starbucks um, stories here. 
the first one being uh, Starbucks customer pulls gun on barista demands <laughs> demands cream cheese. <laughs> That's it, really, dude. Okay, so. Uh, A Starbucks worker in Miami Garden, Florida, was threatened by a customer with a gun over a dispute over cream cheese. The the 23-year-old woman was working at the coffee shop's drive-thru. On Wednesday, as reported at uh, Local uh, Local 10 News, uh, when the customer grew angry, the suspect, uh, identified as Omar Wright, Uh, sparked a feud over cream cheese that led to a verbal and physical threat being directed at the barista before he pulled the gun. Wright fled the scene as police were called but was arrested on Thursday. So, he's going down for uh, aggravated assault charge with a deadly weapon over a dispute of cream cheese. What a... uh. Anyway, uh, that one is gone. And then, of course, there's this one. Whoop, uh, hang on. Oh, did I... Okay, so this other one, uh, this one happened in Florida as well. Did, did I say that other one? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so a Florida man pulled a gun uh, on a Starbucks employee who turned out to be the local police chief's daughter. Oh, that's not going to end well, is it? Yeah, <laughs> douchebag. Uh, huh. Okay, so anyway, uh, yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna go down as well. Oh, what an idiot, man! Uh, so we're we're gonna keep moving on. Um, nothing to see here. <laughs> All right, folks, we are moving on. Um, well, here's one. <laughs> I think I think you'll enjoy. A little Johnny Paycheck to go along with this one. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so what happened was... The... uh, the entire staff quit. Uh, this is out of, uh, out of Newsweek as well. A message that read, Staff quit, y'all be easy, was posted on the door, <laughs> posted on the door at Family Dollar Store in Pittsburgh, Pen- uh, Pennsylvania, as the, for- uh, the former manager claimed the company was very hard to work for. Um, and I will attest to that. Uh, but, but hang on a second. Dodie Byron, Byron, or whatever, uh, spotted the sign on Tuesday, according to KDKA, uh, Channel 2 CBS. 
Um, apparently, Burn, Bernie, whatever their name is, told the media outlet uh, it being kind of shaky where it's hit, uh, where it's hit or miss. Uh, they're gonna be open uh, when you come over because they'll uh, they'll say that that because uh, they'll say they don't have enough staffing. Um, yeah, so apparently uh, that store was having major issues. <laughs> um, so the former manager Heather Berry was one of the two employees who quit. Um, she said that the, uh, district manager expected her to work <clears throat> 105 hours a week. <laughs> uh, no. So, let me, um, let me tell you about my experience. I worked for Family Dollar for, oh, maybe four months, three months. And look, let me tell you something. I was doing my job. I was uh, theft prevention, theft uh, loss, whatever. Um, and I was there to overlook, uh, overlook, <laughs> Freudian slip, oversee the um, employees, uh, the front door, making sure that things weren't walking out because apparently they'd had a lot of theft at that store. Uh, so, <sighs> yeah, so I started the job and I was uh, very uh, proactive and I was watching the manager like a hawk. He didn't like that. Um, I, I would catch him, uh, you know, I, well, we won't go there, but he, um, every time I turned around, he, he was up to no good. He was doing something, and uh, so I just stayed on him, and so he called my boss. I was separate from the store. I didn't work for him. I worked for a different uh, outfit. Uh, but it was family dollar uh, theft and loss prevention. Um, and basically, uh, next thing I know, I'm being walked out the door saying, yeah, it's not a good fit. Because I was still under, I think it was 90 days, within 90 days. And, uh, and I tried to tell them, hey, I was doing my job. They wouldn't even fucking listen to me. Just right out the door, you know? So, F Family Dollar. <laughs> okay, so let's see what is next. We are going to, let's see here. No, that's not. <laughs> let's see. Oh, okay. Here, here's one last one. Hang on a second. <laughs> okay, so, um,. I apologize, but I have to go ahead and get this sent out. It's it's late, and I keep falling asleep. Uh, it's been a long day, so again, I apologize for being late. So uh, we'll talk to you on the next one, 
And, uh, yeah, y'all uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Later.